now, it's time for the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Good morning. Welcome into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley here on WRAD 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline. I, I don't know why I enjoy just putting an emphasis on the so much. We're sticking it to uh, Ohio now, right? The Ohio State University. <laughs> Ohio State. Um, we have a saying around here. At least I do. I don't know if anyone else enjoys it. But basically, we say reckless energy from six to nine. We're bringing the the gusto. We're bringing the energy. We're bringing the enthusiasm. I don't care if it's real enthusiasm, false enthusiasm, fake enthusiasm, manufactured enthusiasm, artificial enthusiasm. Reckless energy from six to nine is what we guarantee you will get when you tune into the Tim Donnelly Show here on the WRAD Radio Network. Uh, that's really the only thing we can guarantee. Everything else you get is is different on a day to day. But you will get reckless energy from 6 to 9. We get up early so then we can wake you up. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love it. All right. Uh, before we get into some of that reckless energy and before we, we, we dive wholeheartedly in, into the sports world, let's make sure you're covered, right? Because you might just be waking up and you might have missed something over the last couple of days in the sports world. And, and for that exact cause, for that exact reason – we run this segment called Gotcha Covered. It gives you a, a primer on everything going on in the sports world to make sure there's no conversation that you can feel out of place in. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. And in the continuing saga of Tom Brady, will he, will he not stay with the Patriots? Where could he play next year? What is going on with the greatest quarterback of all time? Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, be careful what you wish for. Reports are coming out that he wants Tom Brady to test free agency. He wants Bill Belichick to look around and see what other quarterbacks he can get to replace Tom Brady. He's of the belief that if they go out and spread their wings and then come back together, it is what's meant to be. To use the old relationship cliche, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it was meant to be. The problem with that is if you let something go, sometimes it don't come back. Be careful what you wish for, Robert Kraft. If you encourage Tom Brady to check out his options in free agency, there's a chance he might find something else that he likes better. The Jets mark the former Jets defensive lineman Mark Gastineau for the first time has come out and said he wants his regular season sack record back. He, from 1984 to 2001, owned the single season sack record of 22 until Michael Strahan tallied 22 and a half sacks. But I think we all remember Brett Favre didn't make Michael Strahan work very hard for that last sack, gave him a solo sack in week 17, basically just sat on his back and waited for Mike Strahan to touch him. And there was some controversy around it. Mark Gastineau had been as much of a company man as possible, congratulating everyone and saying it's rightfully so. But a recent bout with cancer as well as the uh, legacy mortality of Pete Rose has recently uh, inspired him to say, you know what? I think I want that record. And uh, you know what? I think he does too. 
Major League Baseball is weighing changes to their playoff format, increasing the number of teams to 14, making it into a reality show where essentially uh, the teams with the better records will have an opportunity to give a rose to whoever they want to play in the first round, which will be a best of three opening round. It'd be a Sunday night reality TV spectacular where, where teams are literally picking their opponent, which of course makes for the added drama of the team that they choose being upset that they were chosen. I know I say all of the time that sports are the best reality television on the planet. They're unpredictable. They're fair. They're equal. They're, they're, there's so many reasons why it is the best reality show ever created, meaning sports. But we don't have to treat it like a reality television show. Baseball is fine without the rose ceremony. Baseball is fine without Jeff Probst snuffing torches saying the league has spoken. You don't need that in sports. Get it the heck up out of there. But I do like having more playoff games. David Tepper, the owner of the the Carolina Panthers, has come out and said he's not a doctor. Breaking news. The owner of the Panthers is not a doctor. He's using that to postpone his decision on whether Cam Newton will be his quarterback in Carolina moving forward. What he said was, we need to know his health. I'm not a doctor. We'll have to wait and see. I'm not a doctor. He's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. What he was thinking was, we still haven't decided if there's anything better out there yet, so we're going to kick this decision down the road and see if we can't stall long enough to actually decide if we want Cam Newton to be our quarterback. David Tepper is not a dummy. Sometimes there are owners that are dummies, Daniel Snyder, but Tepper's not one of them. He's going to play us like a fiddle, and we have to understand what he is trying to do. Uh, moving right along, Tyrese Radford on for the Hokie basketball team on Tech Talk Live had this to say about the freshman wall. I hit the wall hard last year. My conditioning I had here was way different than what I did in Baton Rouge. I was calling my dad in the summer and telling him I can't do this. Here's what that means. This Virginia Tech team is hitting the wall because – If he hit it last year and he wasn't even playing, he's hitting it again this year now that he is playing. Throw in the fact that Couture, Aline, Ojiako, Cone, they're all true freshmen this year going through exactly what Tyrese Radford described he went through a season ago. There is no reason to believe that the the future of the Virginia Tech football, or excuse me, basketball program is anything other than bright. They just happen to be caught in a situation right now where the young guys are running full speed into the freshman and or redshirt freshman wall. But that does not mean it's not something that's easily fixed with an entire offseason running very, very fast over very, very long distances, uphills, with weights, without weights, uh, with tag teams, pulling ropes, flipping tires, and doing everything else that a college conditioning program does that you were not doing in high school. There you go. That is Gotcha Covered to start the show here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Reckless energy from 6 to 9. So let's recklessly jump into a conversation about what Robert Kraft is doing with the Patriots. You heard a, a touch of it there on Gotcha Covered. Robert Kraft is the owner of the Patriots. And if, if we've learned anything about professional sports, it's that you can't tell the guy that signs the checks what to do. Right? If you don't have a boss, guess what that means? You're the boss. And Robert Kraft answers to nobody. Nobody. But he is playing a dangerous game. And he might not answer to anybody, but sometimes you need some, some advice. You need a little uh, advisor to come talk to you. 
And and he is playing a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous game. Uh, are you familiar with the show Friends? Yeah. How did going on a break work out for Rachel? Okay, I'm not that deep. In oh, the it's the it's literally the biggest joke of the whole show. We were on a break. So here's what happens. Since you obviously said you watched a show that you never watched. I, no, okay, hold on, hold on. It does not mean I've seen every single episode. That if you, if you would have seen any episode, it's literally from like, I don't even know, one of the first seasons on. It is like the, I, I can't. I've just, I've just caught them on like, on like Nickelodeon at night or whatever. And you just never asked why Ross kept yelling we were on a break? I've only watched like one or two episodes. No, you no, now you're backpedaling. Now I, I have haven't not seen it. Seen. So what happens is Ross and Rachel are dating, right? Which is yeah. the biggest story of the whole show. Gotcha. Yep. And and they decide to take a break. Okay. Ross then goes and has his time with another lady while they're on a break. There's a discrepancy on whether that is cheating or not. And for the rest of the show, that's what they're debating. But the point is, if Rachel would have never agreed to take the break, she would have never found out what Ross was going through. You know what I mean? Yes. So Robert Kraft right now is encouraging Tom Brady and Bill Belichick to take a break. He's encouraging them, just go see what else is out there. Right? Because they could franchise tag Tom Brady. It'd be about $27 million. Right? They could ensure that Tom Brady retires a Patriot. They could. But instead, they're letting him hit free agency. They're encouraging him. And there are reports out there that Robert Kraft wants him, wants Tom Brady, to go see what's out there on the open market. Go talk to the Chargers. Right? Go talk to the Niners. Go talk to the Panthers. Go see what they have to offer. See if you can find another team with as good of a Super Bowl odds as the Patriots that are willing to pay you as much as the Patriots are willing to pay you. Go. And at the same time, Robert Kraft's telling Bill Belichick, yeah, talk to other quarterbacks. Right? Go. Talk to them. Entertain them. Flirt with them. Whisper sweet nothings into their ear. And he's guessing or he's hoping that the two will realize that there's nothing out there as good as each other, right? He's hoping that through that process, through taking a break, that Belichick and Brady will realize that they're actually what's best for each other. But guess why that's a dangerous game? Because Brady and Belichick are too hard-headed, stubborn, alpha, hard-headed, stubborn, alpha, dudes, right? And, and they're very, very, very unlikely to come back with the tail between their legs saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong because they haven't been wrong very often in their life. And, and they might not even know how to make their mouth say the words. I'm sorry. Looking at that football activity, I was incorrect because they don't do that very often. They aren't incorrect very often. There's a chance here that they're playing a game of chicken and they're both, uh, all three of them are about to go flying off the cliff. 
right? Because the Patriots have holes elsewhere on the roster. They have other things they need to address. And if they're addressing the quarterback position with a high-priced free agent or, or trading up and getting rid of assets to end up with a top draft pick to draft their quarterback of the future, then they are going to leave themselves exposed on other fronts. It's, it's, I feel like they're going to the let's take a break a la Ross and Rachel. And yes, it's ridiculous that I have now equated, you know, a third of this segment to explaining friends plot lines because Lobro said he saw the show when he never did. You've got to be kidding me. If I had not, I'm just, I'm done. Prove it. Prove it. Say something from the show. What? Like, like a storyline, a character arc, anything. I mean, isn't there like, I mean... Okay, they have, like, the downstairs. I cannot remember what the downstairs area, like, the commons kind of area they always hang out in. The it's coffee Central shop. Park. Central Park. Central right? Perk. Central Perk. Oh, okay. Get um, it? You perk up with coffee? Listen, there was a – I saw some clip a long time ago. They were – it was, like, the wedding with Rachel and Ross, right? They, and Ross, like, says, like, another woman's name, right? He says Rachel's name. Oh, it says Rachel's name. But it's not – oh, wait, Rachel's at the wedding. He's at – he's marrying another – about to marry another go. woman. There you go. It's the whole show is about Ross and Rachel. I know it is. I know. I just haven't seen a lot of it. Do you know why he was marrying someone else? Because they were on a break? Because she wouldn't get with him because they were on a break. I got to sit down and watch that show. I don't even know where it is anymore. It used to be on Netflix. Um, so anyway, my point is this. What could end up happening is, a la that scenario that Lobro just described, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick could end up at the altar marrying other teams with Robert Kraft sitting there going, how did this happen? They're meant to be together. Just like all of America was doing in the middle or to early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. Kraft's going, I, I wanted them to end up together. Tom Brady's at the <laughs> – actually, do you know what I could very much see happening? Speaking of saying other names. All right. Uh, let's say Bill Belichick – is is on the headset, right? Tom or Tom Brady's no longer the quarterback of the Patriots, and just pick a pick a free agent. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is the the quarterback of the Patriots, and Tom Tom or Ryan Tannehill's out there on the field, right? He's got the little headset in his in his helmet, and and Bill's like, I got to say something to to the to the quarterback. Put me through, and they put him through with a little headset, and he goes, Tom, Tom, whoever's the next quarterback. Bill Belichick's calling you Tom in every meeting. Hold on a second. Wait. Do, like, the football players, do they have headsets in their helmets? We're, we just got to start everything from square one today, don't we? I thought they always had to call them over to, like, the sideline when they needed to talk. In, high, I, I in had, high school, yes. I had no, in I don't college, think, I don't they think, signal them in. I don't think I ever knew that they had headsets. There's one player on offense and one player on defense that has headsets in their helmet. And, uh... They turn off when there's 15 seconds left on the play clock. So the play clock start, starts with 40 seconds. You start talking to the quarterback. They can't talk back, but they you give them the play, give them the play, give them the play, and with 15 seconds left on the play clock, it turns off. So like it automatically just turns off. There's not NF- NFL NFL rules. Wow, I never knew this. This was a, it's actually really cool. I didn't know that. I thought everybody was just like that good that they just remember every single thing that they're gonna do every time. Things Lobro learned today. Ross and Rachel were on a break, and quarterbacks in the NFL have have headsets inside their helmets. I'm going to get myself a bell for that. Let's take a break. When we come back, former Jet Mark Gastineau wants his record back, and I think he should have it. Next. 
Join the conversation now on the Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. Hello? Who's there? I'm talking. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 1460 AM. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers, join us on the Baker team hotline. That is 540-639-4900. The Jets' Mark Gastineau held the single-season sacks record from 1984 to 2001. That's a long time to own a record, right? That that's I mean, we're talking more than a decade and a half, right? And and as much as you say and as much as athletes say sports are what I do, sports are not what I am, right? They they're my job, not my identity. It's true to a to a small point, not completely true. I'd argue very much not completely true. Right when you are a professional athlete, there is some part near the front of your your identity, your personal resume that says, "And I'm a professional athlete." And even more so, if you hold a record like that, part of you says, "Not only am I a professional athlete, I'm a professional athlete that holds this record, that record." There's a reason why once you're inducted into the Hall of Fame, and you can go Google this, guys start signing their their autographs instead of. Uh, Logan Brown, just signing Logan Brown, you would sign Logan Brown HOF 18 for a Hall of Fame class of 2018, right? That's how they sign it from that point forward. They are proud and it becomes part of their their resume, part of their personal identity that they're Hall of Famers. Like a kind of like, well, not quite, but kind of like a doctor, how they put the doctor. Yeah, exactly. Very similar because they, they feel they've earned it like a doctor earned their doctorate by you know, putting that much work into schooling. Uh, so Gastineau is now, after, you know, almost two decades of saying everything's all hunky-dory, is coming out saying, I want my record. Michael Strahan didn't earn my record. He finished with 21 and a half sacks. And then, and then Brett Favre sat down to give him the last full sack. It was not legit. I can't believe the NFL didn't do something then. I want my record back. Now, it's been tied a few times since then, so he would be one of three to have 22, but he wants the record back. And you know what? I get it. I get it. It's, it's you know, it's the old uh, baseball argument, right? Lobro, let me ask you this question. You're playing against a beloved hero in baseball. Right. Okay? Not, not a, like, beloved by, the, like, not a, Beloved by their fan base, hated by everyone else. I'm talking about like Cal Ripken, right? Mickey Mantle, one of these guys, Hank Aaron, one of these guys that just everybody in the world loved. You're on the mound. They've said after this game, they're retiring. They come up against you. They're 0 for 4, and you see them for their fifth at bat in the bottom of the ninth. You're up by four. Nobody's on base. Do you groove one down the middle so they can end with a hit? Knowing that your team's up four, right? It's not like you're going to cost your team a game, a win. Do you groove one so the legend can put one over the fence to end their career? You know, that's kind of a, like a moral quandary. But I mean, if, if you're up by four, then I don't think you have a ton to worry about. But it could end up 
that could be a slippery slope. And I mean, I think it would be good, but at the same time, if I think if I were like a legend, I think I'd want to go out actually hitting the ball like without having help or anything. I think I would want to go out truthfully. So in that case, I think it's up to Michael Strahan to come out and say, uh, to come out and say, Brett Favre took a dive. I am going to, uh, I am going to give this back to Mark Gastineau. See you later. We'll be back after this with more of the Tim Donnelly Show. Be sure to stick around. MLB Wang changes to their rules. Is it a good idea? Next. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, AM as well. Uh, In just under an hour and a half, uh, actually just about an hour and a half, at around 8.05, 8.06, we will be joined by Bill Roth uh, for the Roth Report, just like he joins us every Wednesday morning here on the Tim Donnelly Show uh, as part of the Roth Report on WRAD. So just uh, be aware, right? Schedule, set a timer if you have to. Write it on your hand. That's what I used to do in school when I needed to make sure I remembered an assignment. I would scribble it on the old uh, the old back of my left hand. Um, so go ahead and make yourself a reminder to either stay here for the next hour and a half listening in or come back for the Roth Report at 8 o'clock or schedule a, a time in the next day or two to snag it on the podcast and, and tune in that way as well. Uh, whatever works best for you. We appreciate it. Uh, Major League Baseball is weighing changes to their playoffs. One, playoffs are going to be much longer, right? More teams, more games in the first round, uh, more money, essentially, right? What do we talk about all the time? If you follow the bouncing dollar, it'll take you to where the logic is coming from. Cash rolls everything around me. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. 14 teams. What was a one-game wild card, it's going to be a best-of-three opening round. And on top of that, there's going to be more television uh, set up around this this rose ceremony, as I'm calling it, this tribal council, as I'm calling it, where where teams will have the opportunity to pick their first round opponent because uh, of the, the the new format. Now, there's a kind of a hacky stand up comedy bit that's been done many times by many different stand up comedians about the black box on airplanes, right? It's it's because it, it it's the stand-up comedy bit that takes a ounce of logic and tries to spread it around a whole scenario. Let me explain. The the bit is when a plane goes down, right? When there's a plane crash, the first thing they always do is find the black box, right? And what the what the little black box does is it records everything. Speed, engine performance, uh radio communication, it records everything. So, uh at the end of a crash, they grab the little black box, they can get all of that information about what happened, right? Were there distress calls? Did an engine fail? What went over the loudspeaker to the, the the passengers? Like all of that is right there. And the joke is, it doesn't matter how bad the crash is, they can always find the little black box and it's always working. So why don't they make the whole plane out of the little black box? Right? It's it's a, a hacky joke. Major League Baseball is making that same joke right now. Uh, my wife is a Baltimore fan for, for Ravens, Orioles, diehard, right? 
Uh, I guess maybe a DC fan for hockey. Uh, eh, and probably not even that big a hockey fan, but, but Baltimore, she's a big fan. Um, but she's also a big fan that doesn't follow closely at all. Right. If you asked her to name, uh, three Orioles right now, she could probably come up with Chris Davis. Uh, and then she might go Adam Jones who doesn't play for him anymore. And maybe Manny Machado who doesn't play for him anymore. Like she, she, she owns the gear, has the hat where wears the orange, uh, when she lived there, she would go to games occasionally, uh, but she doesn't follow it like a like a diehard fan. But there is one situation in which she does follow it like a diehard fan. When they make the playoffs. When the Ravens or the Orioles are in the playoffs, her, her friends, her family, they catch orange or purple fever, depending on whether it's the or- Orioles or the Ravens. And they're all in. And they, they watch the games and they're texting each other. And... You know, I make fun of her because of it, saying, you know, she's not a real fan. But the fact of the matter is there are a lot of fans out there that have that same kind of relationship with their team, right? I mean, baseball, in a sense, I feel like that's got to be one of the more, like, taxing sports to follow just because there's so 162 many games. games. Exactly, yeah. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of baseball fans out there that have a team, right? Yeah. They, they have a team. They're not – they would never be caught dead – rooting for another team, right? They don't have a, another team from another city's gear in their closet. They have a team. They're a fan. Yeah. But they don't follow till the playoffs, right? They don't They don't get invested. They don't spend their time until that team's in the playoffs, and then suddenly it's, you know, oh, sorry, I can't go out tonight. There's a game on TV. <laughs> the problem is if you're if you're that way with the Orioles – they don't make the playoffs that often, right? They play in the same division as the Red Sox and Yankees and Rays and Blue Jays, right? You're not having the chance to feel that electricity of being a fan that often if you're waiting for them to make the playoffs. And if you look deep into the future, you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox are pretty good and pretty young. The Rays were pretty good this past year and looks pretty repeatable. Like, there's not a direct path towards the Orioles making the playoffs as it's structured right now. So if Major League Baseball is saying, listen, we are missing out on all of these these fans that only watch the playoffs. With that same little bit of, of one ounce of logic that goes into, why not make the whole plane out of the black box? With that same little, little ounce of, of logic, they say, well, why don't we make the whole season out of the playoffs? Why don't we allow essentially half of the teams into the playoffs each year? Then more often we're going to have those playoff-only fans coming to the table. And more often we're going to have those playoff-only fans buying a new hat, tweeting about it, sharing things on Facebook about it, getting a new jersey, encouraging their friend who just moved to the city to become a fan. It's not going to work because the reason why people only watch the playoffs is exactly what Lobro said. It's because the regular season is 162-game commitment, and most people can't even commit to where they're going to dinner this weekend. Most people can't even commit to a book club that meets once a month. You ever been asked to to sign up for anything that's repeating? It's like, yeah, we meet every third Tuesday of the month. It's like, whoa, 
Whoa. Uh, hold on. I, I don't know if I can clear my calendar I, enough for that uh, one. You know, I was with you until you said every month. 12 times a year is a little much. They're like, oh, no, we don't meet in uh, in December. We allow you to enjoy the, the, the holidays. 11 times a year, though, that's yeah. still... Uh, let me get back to you. And you know you're not getting back to them. People aren't committing like that, right? The reason why you wait for the playoffs is because you only want to pay attention when your team is legit and you don't want to have to pay attention for 162 games. So if you make the playoffs, include a bunch of teams that aren't legit and include more games so it's creeping up on that 162 number, you're going to have less people that are even interested in the playoffs. So instead of taking these, those playoff-only fans and expanding, you're going to take those playoff-only fans and shrink them. And I don't think that's what you're looking to do. Baseball needs help. Baseball needs help. Obviously, they're worried. Over the last 12 years, their in-game attendance league-wide has gone down 11 million people. And they're worried. They're quaking in their cleats and stirrups. Which even the managers wear, which is the weirdest move in sports. Hmm. Why in the world... 70-some-odd-year-old Joe Madden needs to wear a uniform beyond me. But that's a story for another day. Hey, man, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of things in baseball that just don't make sense. Exactly. And and the playoffs aren't one of them. <laughs> the playoffs we can do all right with. If, if, if Major League Baseball ever wants to get the young people uh, involved in their sport, there's a few things they need to do. One – Make it so you don't send a cease and desist letter every single time someone tweets out a highlight of your sport. It's, it's simple. You own the rights to the broadcast, sure. But I want to tell my buddy how awesome the game was. Yeah, and that's just essentially, like as long as you're not rebroadcasting an entire game and putting it on social media, which you really kind of can't do anyway, but like, as long as they're not doing that, I think like that's essentially like free advertising for them. Like so your buddy might see it and be like, wow, let's tune into this, thus increasing the popularity of the sport. Easy. How about this one? How about, how about this one, everybody? Start your weekend games earlier. Sunday night baseball? How about you, you, you start it at a time where kids can watch and then go to sleep rather than having to catch it the next morning on this show on your way into work, on your way into school? It's, it's real simple. The, the things they need to fix are not rocket science. You don't need to go put a rose ceremony on, we choose to play the twins. <gasps> they chose the twins. Well, you don't need it. You 14 teams. You don't need it. It's like the bachelor. It's 100% the bachelor. <laughs> the second team, the, the second, second best record division winner gets to pick their opponent in the first round, and they're going to do a TV special. I hope they give them roses. Oh, so, okay, so this is just like a metaphor thing, right? Yes. Well, they're okay. not actually. I was a thinking rose. like I was thinking like a rose, like a legit like. Rose. But I mean, it, it, even without the rose, they could give them a this pen that I'm holding right now. They're, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna give. Uh, we would like to play, and everyone's gonna get quiet. And then, and then uh, the the cheesy host with too much gel in their hair is gonna walk forward and say, "Find out who will the Red Sox choose after the break." Dramatic piano music, fade to black, come back after the break. 
Well, before we left you, the Red Sox were getting ready to choose. They will be playing the Twins or the Orioles. Find out who after the break. Let's go to the Red Sox. Red Sox, who do you choose? Right? And then, well, it's been tough, and I've gotten to know each of these two teams so well. They've both had exceptional seasons. We, we, you know, we had wonderful weekends together, uh, weekend series together earlier this season. Uh, both have power arms, great legs on the Bates paths. I think, you know, it's a tough situation, but we're going to have to go ahead and play the Twins. <gasps> Don't turn baseball into The Bachelor. That's like, dude, they're like, they, don't turn they, baseball into The Bachelor. They would drag that out just like they drag out their games. Don't turn baseball into The Bachelor. Let's take a break. When we come back, Dave Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, has a decision to make on Cam Newton, and he's just going to take his time. Next. Welcome back in to the Tim Donnelly Show. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here on WRAD Radio Network. 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM as well. The Carolina Panthers have a big decision to make this, this offseason. Huge. Monumental for the, the future of their franchise. Because it has to do with the most important position in sports, the quarterback position. They're, they're in a tough situation because they have this guy, Cam Newton. You may have heard of him. Former number one overall pick, Heisman Trophy winner. Wears fancy sweaters. Wears fancy sweaters, fancy hats, scarves, bracelets, Guy's got shoes, style. very, very tight pants, skinny jeans of the skinniest variety. Um, <laughs> I mean, the guy fancies himself a, a fashionista, if you will, or fashion icon. I don't, I don't know the appropriate term. Um, but but the, the deal of it is they have to decide if he is their guy, right, for this upcoming season and, and beyond. And logic would say, you know, in I think it was 2015, he was NFL MVP. That doesn't seem like it is that long ago, right? The best player in the league, the most valuable player in the league, not that long ago would say he should be here. The problem is he's nobody's guy right now. We hear this a lot in, in college, right? When, when a coach leaves and a new coach takes over, everyone on the roster isn't the new coach's guy. And, and players get worried about that and often enter into the transfer portal, right? They don't have any allegiance to you because you're not their guy. Well, guess what? No one in Carolina right now is Matt Rule's guy. They're all Ron Rivera's guys. Ron Rivera's coaching in Washington. Matt Rule was coaching Baylor last year. right? His guy is, is Michael Brewer's little brother. Michael Brewer, former Virginia Tech quarterback. His little brother is, is Matt Rule's guy out there in Waco. He was his quarterback for Baylor this past year. Cam Newton is not his guy. So, so Tepper and Rule and that brain trust have to get together and decide if Cam Newton is going to be their guy. Here's the problem with that. They don't know yet. They don't know what else is out there in free agency. They don't know if they can make a move in the draft. They don't know if they can find someone they like better than Cam Newton. So when they're asked, do you know what they do? They kick the can down the road. They say things of, of absolutely no consequence, like, I'm not a doctor. What do you want me to say? Right? As soon as you throw out, I'm not a doctor, guess what? There's nothing else any of us can say because we know you're not a doctor. 
There's no argument on that. I wasn't asking you if you're a doctor. I'm asking you if you've spoken with doctors that have looked at Cam Newton's Liz Franck injury uh, and, and if you are going to put your chips in his basket this upcoming year. That's what I'm asking you. I'm not asking you for your medical degree. Right? You're looking at Cam Newton, at least I am, and I'm saying Greg Olson's gone, Luke keekley has gone, Thomas Davis is gone, Steve Smith is gone, Ryan Khalil is gone. This is a different team than the one Cam Newton rose to prominence with. Do you still want him to be around with this next version of the Carolina Panthers? Tell me yes or no. Don't tell me. I'm not a doctor. You know what? Uh, me, and, me and a friend uh, in, in college – Right, I used to get to the, the the locker room very early, watch film, stretch, all that kind of stuff. So then right before we go out, I would ask someone, what's the weather like outside? So I would know if I have to put on long sleeves, a hoodie, sweatpants, whatever. And there was one guy who would look at me every time and say, I'm not a weatherman. Huh. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You're not a weatherman. You can't give me the meteorological forecast for the next – 12 hours on an hourly basis. Hey, I can't either. But when you were walking in, was it cold? Did you wish you were wearing a jacket? That's what I want to know. So Dave Tepper, I'm not asking for Cam Newton's medical projections. I don't need to know whether his foot is 67% and what procedures and rehab need to be done. What I want to know is do you want him to be your quarterback at the start of next year? I don't need your meteorological degree. I don't need your medical degree. I need to know what you're thinking. That's what I'm interested in. And that does it for that conversation. Let's take a break when we come back. Hokey Hour here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Stick around.